0: And we're live.
1: We are live. Oh, dear.
0: Oh, dear. I don't have anything, Chris. I still have my... I got lots okay, of if comments. Okay, I have
1: to get you me. a new mug? Okay. You know what? Good morning, good afternoon, good day, everybody.
0: Whenever and um, wherever you find us.
1: We're going to sh- start out. I'm starting out with uh, just a very strange happening. I, I should be wearing a Christmas sweater right now, but I'm not. I Although have I do Christmas. have
0: the same sweater. We could be matchy. I
1: know. I have my... My new mug, which is oh dear, which I think you could use all year round, and it's a cute little deer with a little mm. scarf. I have my what? Fraser for candle. Oh, you are Christmas. I'm not playing any Christmas music because we're we're live here, but um, yeah, I've been playing Christmas music. I'm I don't know what's I happening. I
0: did post something on TikTok just before we went on. About it being the first snowfall where we live. So, yes. Brings out the holiday cheer. Time to bring out the Hallmark Christmas movies. Who watched
1: one this weekend? Yes. (laughs) I did not watch it and we did not watch The Bachelor. Sorry. We did not. Um, Although we have started
0: watching The Voice together.
1: Yes, we do watch The Voice together, um, which is always fun.
0: Together, Uh, but apart.
1: Yes, we we're it's, it we're usually in our cozy in our beds watching The Voice uh, and tell telling who we think the coach which coach is going to get them. And then um,
0: sometimes you're ahead of me, and sometimes I'm ahead of you, and we're like, wait, what? Stop! Don't talk.
1: Take that back! Oh, Don't hi. tell me. But anyway, yes, it's snowed, and and um, I've been ferociously making toques that are amazing, super warm. I wore one today. Um, took Wendell for a walk because my dog is uh, relentless, and it's like, you know, you know, the first day of s- snow when you were little. Do you remember that? Like how excited you no, were. No, I grew dad?
0: up. I grew up in a province that didn't have snow.
1: Oh, okay, well then, well, I'm not talking to your people. You. The my first people, day, the
0: first you? time I experienced winter here in Alberta, I almost died. So, <laughs> literally. <laughs> okay.
1: Well so that's not good. All right, so that's, that's okay. so it's a completely memory. different, different um, feeling. Well, I was thinking about it today, and I was like, oh, man. Like, Wendell's like a little kid who, it's snowing, goes outside, and he gets super excited. So in that, I was kind of grabbing a hold of his joy. And then when I was walking out, I was remembering and thinking, you know, we as adults, and I mean, you can be excluded in this because you didn't actually have Cause this I'm not experience. an adult?
0: Oh.
1: Well, no, you didn't have this experience <laughs> as a child it's like we were so excited it was like a great day a snow day um and as adults you you look out and you're like you might have that glimmer but then you switch to ah crap I've got to I didn't get snow tires or I've got to shovel or frick traffic's um, gonna be horrible all this stuff we go to the negative and I was like well, just take a minute just take a moment and the joy of it, oh, and and of we
0: it. I, um, I don't mind snow I don't I don't mind the snow uh, I don't like dri- you know driving is always a pain in the butt but um, I don't mind winter uh, I like a little cooler weather I love the winter wonderland am I have I frozen
1: no you're I- you know what's really fun is you're speeding up and then it's like you you talk really fast you talk slow but your mouth moves really fast it's very interesting
0: Oh my gosh. We're having recording problems. We're having technical difficulties, but we're We're just going to push through. We are professionals.
1: Yes. This is professionally edited. So, okay.
0: Okay, just wait. wait, wait.
1: Go ahead. What? No, you. I I was going to say, all that being said, we had a question from one of our viewers. And do you Yes, but I wanted to say about the Hallmark movie I watched. Oh, okay. We'll get to the question after. What's the Hallmark movie? Okay,
0: Um, I just wanted to return to the Hallmark movie thing, Christmas movies, because I used to love. I would start like I know it's not November, and everybody's gonna get freaked out about you know it's not Halloween or Remembrance Day yet, so we can't. But I used to start watching Christmas and listening to Christmas, like November. Like, for years, as the kids were growing up, I just loved Christmas. I loved all the things leading up to it, not the actual day, but just all the things you talked about Christmas
1: that. person yeah. yeah
0: and uh and then, and then, and then I stopped really, like the Hallmark movies were like, eh, I watched them for years, I was sick, so I spent a lot of time on the couch, blah, blah blah. and then this year, this is the first year I watched a new one twenty twenty three so fairly new, and it on Friday I it, yes. I really enjoyed it. I, and I watch in, it. in the show, the guy said the same thing that you say to me all the time. Hold, please. He was looking for something for her. And he goes, wait, I know. Wait, wait. And then he goes, I know where it is. He goes, hold, please. <laughs> <laughs> oh. um, anyway, so did. it was very nostalgic and very fun.
1: I, okay. didn't, I didn't watch it. I saw like clips, and I it gave me a pleasant a Pleasantville vibe because it's in black and white and color.
0: Yes, good call. And mm-hmm. you know what? There's like the question she asks is, "Where are you, Christmas?" Where's that from, Cindy Lou Who?
1: I know, it's all over the place. Where are you, Christmas? So, anywho, um, okay. yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to watch anyway, it. No. I just, I, I, I yeah. had...
0: It'll I be had on a hundred times between now and then.
1: Yeah, I, I had children sleeping over. I was doing other things. Um, I can't even remember. Friday night, I can't even remember what I did. I probably curled up in a bowl. I had no idea. Yeah, you did. Uh, oh, I did. Yes, I did. You I was well, Call the whambulance. That's exactly it. Yeah. Wham, wham, yeah. ambulance. Well,
0: I, you know, I know you say that, but tongue-in-cheek. And I also know that you do, you are very good at, like, I'm on overload. I can't take it, you know, like, you start... I can't take it anymore. (laughs) Yeah, like, I I need, and and it's okay. Like, your nervous system, that's what it is. Your nervous system just gets too much. It's just like, everybody just stop. Hold, please. Give me 24 hours.
1: Yeah. Isn't it interesting how, um, I don't know about you, but for me, I spent so much of my life ignoring that. And now that I... I'm very aware of it. It's very like I'm, yeah, I, I, I probably could push through, yeah. but I, I, I don't. know now we don't, because why? Yeah, I'm glad I don't. So should we okay. get to our audience? Yes, um, yes we did. I we... did
0: put a little, I did put a little thing out oh, on see. Instagram, on Insta, on the gram, on the Insta. On
1: and our page
0: um, that not, we have like, I think 40 followers. Five followers there. I mean, but we have over 500 downloads on our podcast. Plus, however many.
1: I know it's over, um, yeah, it's it's over, 500, over 500. Plus,
0: so um, however 500. many uh, views on our videos. So, we got peeps. Yeah. We got peeps around town.
1: Uh, we appreciate and you.
0: We appreciate okay. you. And so we get stopped when we're in town.
1: Mm-hmm. So, let's, what's the question?
0: The question was talking about jobs and family balance. And uh, that was the one question that we got. And uh, why are you la- You're laughing because I'm frozen.
1: No, you're not frozen. I'm laughing because of the fact of where we are in life. Our but first response is like, ocean.
0: "Wait, jobs and family." First of all, we don't have job and family balance. We don't have jobs, and we don't know what balance means.
1: And our families aren't living with us. We don't have to worry about that part anymore. But then we sat and chat. <laughs> I
0: think that's something we both need.
1: We both wait. need a job, <laughs> not full time.
0: Not really. Um, not I don't crazy.
1: think I could I could commit to it, but. Um, no, I think that uh, we we sat and we talked about it, and we appreciated the question so much because it's a real, a, a real um, thing for many human beings. It's well, like and I think families and job balance. And what my answer was, I was not. Uh, I didn't have balance. I was oh, nice. a really really strong employee. I gave it my all as people pleaser. So I was like 100% in, I was in the fawn response for over like 20 years. I like, I was your best employee. <laughs> um, and, but I would, I, I still would consider myself a uh, pretty good mom, but I, my, I, I, there wasn't any balance. I found it very, very difficult to juggle the two for sure.
0: Okay. And so my experience is a little bit different because I stayed at home. I, when my husband and I married, we had four kids. And so within a few months, I quit my job. I quit, I quit, my, I quit my very high-paying entrepreneurial position. Let go of the business, everything, and stayed home with the kids. And I stayed home with my kids until they were like teenagers. And then I started going back to school little by little. Because when Darren and I got married, and so when we were a fam, when we had that kind of family, where, where it required some—I ba- wouldn't say balance, but it, you know—you got—it requires management. I call it management. Mm-hmm. We have to decide, you know, at this stage of life, who, where's the better income to support our family, and then somebody needs to manage the children. Like it just, and so for him and I it became just like very like okay, it makes sense for him too, because he had more earning potential, and um, I. I was a better nurturer. <laughs> I don't know about
1: that. <laughs> but maybe it was he was the better he had the better potential to earn and that we'll get what we get. We get that's what
0: happened. But for us so for us, same thing. It wasn't really about family balance. Um, I did do a lot of the child minding and as the kids got older before they draw dr- were driving, I was their chauffeur. I did I was really committed to that phase in their life. It wasn't about me and my Needs So I have a very kind of old school mentality in that way, because I'm like, the kids come first, and then you don't even get me started on that conversation now. But that's how I was then.
1: Well, and it's interesting you talk about that, because in the beginning, when John and I were together, for sure, we had babies like right off the hop. So yeah. I, I, I did stay home, but we really struggled with one income, yeah um, bec- and because my earning potential was really not the best, um, it, it was more feasible to stay home with my kids, which I loved. I did. I'm not going to regret it, but I know that there are families out there who don't have the luxury of, um, you know, one person staying home. Uh, It's, you have to be. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 100%. But
1: and, And so I, as our kids got older and we moved a lot, that was the other thing is like getting into a career wasn't really um, gonna happen we moved so much because John was in the military so I would have jobs but the other thing that I did um when my kids were uh teenagers and John did the same thing is like we coached them I coached their sports oh, teams yeah yeah I was that. with them yeah. um in those kind of uh yeah. things uh, and I loved it I don't regret it so I think if you're um a person out there who's really struggling with um work-life balance you're not alone there's nothing wrong with you um it's you know sorting out your priorities i guess like and, and, well, and I think so. the luxury that now looking back but i think i did a pretty good job i sort i had to make money but i also made time Got to for take my care of the kids but the, the other bed.
0: pressure comes
1: the other pressure comes not just
0: family balance like uh, with taking like being a mother let's say but the other part of family balance and jobs is like aging parents or um quality time with your significant others like there's a lot of competing
1: oh my gosh so interesting you say that because if you i don't know maybe different experience but there's i i find a lot of younger um women will actually talk to me about the fact that at a certain point in their marriage they feel very disconnected from their um, partner because they are just existing because they're they're getting up, getting the kids ready. They're they're going to work. Their husband's going to work. They work, work, work. They come home, they've got taking their kids to sports. It's a very task driven, labor intensive. And
0: experience. then by
1: the time it gets to when everything settles, you're asleep. And I kind of said, you know, I'm uh, for sexy time. Yeah, like where you, you know, make that appointment. Well, give yourself some grace have conversations um if it's a real a real issue then maybe that's it's it's time to be able to speak to some professionals but i think it's a natural kind of um time period because you are exhausted you're both exhausted yeah exhausted. it's a lot
0: it's the heavy lifting period in life yeah, there's a there's
1: know. a section of time
0: yeah, where it's just it's all and all hands are, on deck
1: people that are, are saying that they're <laughs> it's just every night I just, it's all I do it's like okay. you know what I call like,
0: oh, bullshit <laughs> bullshit
1: <laughs> so that went so hopefully that
0: answers your question or brings up a topic of conversation um, I just want to share something else this weekend I played I taught my little granddaughters how to play sequence how to play what sequence
1: have you ever
0: played sequence I know.
1: Game. I'm not a game player What? Mm, oh,
0: Kathy, like I'm gonna of, change of, your oh,
1: people say world. John, John did. He, I did have a little bit of fun playing crib with him, and we did play Monopoly. But I, I, like
0: crib. I hate Monopoly. Crib, um, I like.
1: John, By the way, I'm a
0: cheater. I'm a cheater.
1: Um. Anyway, I don't really know how to play crib, but I played with him, and he was very generous and sweet, and I really enjoyed that. But, no, I, I mean, I'm, I'm a cheater. an adult child
0: of an alcoholic. We do not play games. oh We're going to play games. Anyway, I taught my... So I was teaching my granddaughters how to play sequence. Very easy game. It's like a... Anyway. So one of them's six. And she was not getting it. And she was kept trying to talk over me. And so I go like this where I go... Listen, listen, listen,
1: listen, Linda. <laughs> she goes...
0: My name! She's so offended.
1: My name is not Winda, Grammy. My name is Snack Queen. Is Snack Queen? Yes. No. <laughs> that's my
0: name. <laughs>
1: it's her name.
0: Oh, my gosh. I laughed so hard. Anyway, that's that was so cute. me. I
1: think that's so great because that's not something... Um, yeah, we, I did with the kids, John, we would play Monopoly and it was life lessons, painful life lessons. Oh, those people. are painful.
0: <coughs> yeah. My oldest yeah. grandson, he's 16 and he started playing games. Like we play games when he was like two or three and he is <laughs> the worst sportsman, even at 16 in a high level hockey, he's a high level hockey goalie. He has the worst Sportsmanship attitude, and so even at two and three, if he didn't win, he would like flip out. And so as he got a little bit older, and we started playing crib and ten thousand and things like that. I would say to him, "Dude, this is for fun, and if you're not having fun, I'm not playing with you." Like he and he tries so hard. He tried so hard to have fun, and you can see him trying, like just imploding on the inside when he went. Anyway,
1: he didn't. Have anyway,
0: fun. I love games, Kathy. You and I are gonna have game night. Darren doesn't like games either.
1: We have so many plans. We're going to have to do one of them. We'll have game day. I mean, we're
0: old. Let's do it during the day. That's the fun thing about being our age. The things that we could do at 10 p.m., we can do at 10 a.m.
1: Yes. Yes, ma'am. Okay.
0: Random question. Let's get to our point. What's our topic? Let's get our point. What is it never too late for today? Sorry, I got a lot of congestion going on um so today we were kind of having a pre-recording chat and sometimes we really try not to get too deep into conversation ahead of time because um we want to save some of the real interaction uh for now um but sometimes you really have good pre pre what do you call that? pre-show chats we should start Mm -hmm. filming them because they really are funny They really are. Well, it's on
1: FaceTime. I don't know if you can film FaceTime. I
0: don't don't think you can. But um, so what we thought would be a really good topic is it's never too late to reinvent yourself. And we thought we'd talk a little bit about reinventing yourself after, uh, you know, a significant life event. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And I think that we both uh, have some insight into our own uh, experience with this.
1: Right. And I have a question for you. So in the process of reinventing yourself, did you realize that's what you were doing? No. 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 What would you call it? What would you call what you were doing? Because that's like when this topic was like you just texted it to me and I'm like, oh, that sounds like something we should talk about. I was like, I. Yeah, it's not something that I'm like, oh, okay, so today.
0: I'm going to reinvent myself. Yeah, I I think that's a good question because when I look back at, for me, it was a run-in with cancer, Mm -hmm. uh, breast cancer six years ago, uh, because it was like hitting a brick wall. It literally, um, and I knew that for the next kind of year or two, but I didn't know. So I knew that it's, I knew that I have to kind of continue to, um, what do you call that? Like... Uh, be torn apart in order to be built back up physically, right? That's what they do with treatment. They tear down your body and then you need to go through the rebuilding phase. So physically, I was just like, I was really trying hard to just stay with, that's all I was doing. I I was just going to be focusing on the physical aspect of treatment and recovery from treatment. Um, But really what, and what I was Desperately trying to do is find stories that of people that had very similar experience, but I was like looking for the exact same experience so that I can grab onto their journey to try to make it mine because it didn't know what the end result was going to be. I didn't know uh, if I, you know, there are so many women that die from cancer, breast cancer, and other forms of cancer, but for me in this time it was breast cancer, and everybody's journey with this type of disease is so different that I didn't know what the future looked like. So it wasn't like I was grounding myself in something and would say, okay, I can't do this anymore, so now I'm going to do this. It wasn't that purposed or intentional.
1: No, and that's actually, I think it's very poignant that we're having this conversation considering the month that it is. Yes. Yes right? And the reason you're wearing your pink sweater, right? Um, Which I think you should speak to. Um, And also, both of us six years ago were diagnosed in this month, correct? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yours was uh, uterine. Yeah, Yeah, uterine. Twenty sixth
1: of October, the day that you you don't wanna like. It's like again, it's that marker, but it's like okay, I don't need to celebrate it. I don't need to really go. It's just it's my moment or whatever. But yeah, yeah. So but anyway, carry on. So
0: so the question you asked me, I'll ask you back. Because Mm -hmm. what would you say? I mean, I I think I think I know the answer to this, and I won't push you if you don't want to go there. Go ahead, go ahead. But. I I would have to say that losing your partner is probably the biggest life altering event.
1: Yeah, uh, when I was diagnosed with cancer, honestly, like in not comparing it, but for me, for my journey, my journey literally was, of course, there was fear there, unknown, but I didn't even have whole lot of time to actually be able to do any kind of investigating. I was just walking through what they were telling me and it went very, very quickly and surgery was what took the cancer out. And I never went through any kind of treatment after that. My life basically, it was like a bit of a blip if I want to say that, like it not to, to minimize it, but it was really the, the, the biggest, um hurdle was actually getting through the shock of hearing the word with cancer here. and then john chest bumping me and saying but remember he said if it's a good it's kind, kind of cancer, it's the best cancer to get you hit the jackpot they like
0: that's what my doctor said actually yeah. she said this is the best country to have it in okay,
1: okay see so different so there you go not the best cancer so anyway but yes um i would say that uh I've had many losses in my life, but the loss of my husband, um, devastating. Uh, you know, being a grief educator, and I mean, I understand grief. I understand the process of it. I understand that everyone's unique. I understand all those things. But we all go through. Uh, it, same like same like you. I was looking, looking for that similar, per, like story. I right, that you different. can see
0: yourself in, right?
1: Yeah, like okay, how do you do this? And I realized that I had to, I have to write that. I have to write that because there isn't a, there isn't a book out there for someone my age, stage, all of that. I'm like okay. Um, so anyway, uh, that I think is part of the reinvention.
0: Right, not me. one that's intentional, or even like that you wanted
1: no gosh no no i um and yeah there's it's it's now like different stories different circumstances but interestingly enough where um you're laying on the couch being um your body is being broken down to be built up and in a in a i can relate to that on such a, a different Level. Yeah,
0: yeah. That's what I love about our story. The, this topic for us.
1: Yeah, it, like the deconstruction of my my heart, my like, because I mean, I didn't allow myself because I wasn't ill. I didn't allow myself to lay down.
0: This after John passed.
1: Yeah. Oh. I, oh being still, nice. being still, and. Yes. Sitting in that was to I was running from it in the beginning.
0: And it's still very early on in your, in your yeah. What's the uh, date life. Today? Oh my life goodness. Without... I
1: think it's nine months tomorrow.
0: Yeah. Still very early on. Right. Mm-hmm. So when you look back, even across those nine months, do you see a different, you, well, you actually often speak to the, the woman you were.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you know, it's very interesting because it ebbs and flows. Um, I really don't feel like I'm a different person, but life changes you. Like, we all evolve, grow, change. We even get stuck, and we're like, there's so many things that get yeah. us to who we are. And we're always, we're never, we never arrive, I don't think. We're always.
0: That's what I mean. I think we're always looking for a destina- the destination. Yeah.
1: It's true. As cheesy as people's life is that journey. It's like, we're, we're just, we're just cruising along. It's a cheesy
0: cliche because it is true. Yeah. Like when you are for, I used to, I used to tongue in cheek say, I, every people laugh. And when you listen to, if you were to sit down with me, Oh wait, you do a lot, but find out all the things I've done in my life. People are like, what, what is with that? And I'm like, I reinvent myself all the time. I've, Nothing wrong with that. Like reinventing myself, right? Like I've tried this and I've done this and now it's time to try this and blah, and I called it reinventing myself. That's not what that was. Mm-hmm. When I had when I had like literally that dead stop moment in my life, um, I've had two of them, one when I was thirteen and one when I was fifteen. Yeah. Um that was a reinvention, but that was a very unexpected, unintentional, I had no idea that's what was happening. Mm-hmm.
1: Life was,
0: life was taking me through a reinvention and it took me, when I look back, I was eager to get back to who I was
1: right mm-hmm. after those yeah. first,
0: that probably year and a half, I was eager to get back to who I was. And I tried and tried to get back to who I, I was laughing
1: because I'm like, yeah, I hear
0: you. Right. Because I loved my life.
1: I loved everything
0: about my life. People are always like, oh, cancer was the best thing for me. It changed my life. And I have such a bigger life now. And I'll be like, No, <laughs> don't know what you're talking about, people. This is horrible. I had a great, you know, anyway. And I think when I finally just settled in um, and let the time be what it needed to be, as vague as that sounds, uh, now looking back, the reinvention of me has been a very steady, slow process.
1: And that's so beautiful. It's really interesting because um yeah, I I I've been fighting with this this process, going, "Okay, I'm still me. I'm fine. I'm get like I'm me. I'm getting back to me because I want to be her. I really liked her. She was sassy, she was funny, she would she was brave. She would do all the things. like Because she always had a backstop. She Uh, had John.
0: Oh my god, I feel this. I'm feeling this right to my core. It makes me want to cry. I know,
1: it's making me want to cry too. I feel that right
0: to my core.
1: And here's the thing. This weekend, I really realized that... um, And I was trying really hard not to beat myself up. But I'm like, shit. I'm not the same person. I don't have... The capacity, or the bravery, and I didn't even feel like I was brave back then. I wasn't. I was just living. Um, now, for me to do something, get out of the house, go go to this place, go to your house,
0: amazing race. Oh wait, amazing
1: race. Yeah, do all these these things. Um, I I don't I don't have it in me, and it's very frustrating. Uh-huh. And then I'm with my granddaughter, and she was. Full of energy, like so much energy. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, like what is up with you? Like I was, I asked her, like, I'm like, what's going on? She's being a beautiful, wonderful, vibrant, loving six year old. And I'm like, could you just bring her down a notch? Like, stop moving? I didn't say that, but that's what was going through my head. And then we were upstairs and snuggling in bed. And he's like the best little snuggler. And I started to cry. Because I'm like, and she goes, Grandma, what's wrong? And I said, I really miss the grandma I was before. And she said, so do I. Oh. And I went, right? Because, I and I, I said, I miss the grandma I was with Papa. And I realized that we were such a good team. Oh. He would play with them. I would read them books. I. I I would cook, I would bake with them. He would play games with them. I would take them for walks. He would take like it was like we would do things together, but we were always we, we played off of each other. Now I don't have someone to play off of. So me trying to find her and be her, that's not going to happen. And that doesn't mean it's a horrible thing. It's a sad thing.
0: No, that's what I mean. It's this it's this process. Yes.
1: So anyway, I had very many aha moments, like I had aha moments about being not being the friend that I want to be um, and not being the grandma that I, <laughs> I want to be. Um, and it's OK. It's OK. Like right now, actually, as having this conversation, my body's reaction, my ears. Oh, are your ears burning? Yeah. Like, That's going to cry. They hurt. They hurt right now.
0: It's just a lot of emotion. I want to just go back to this 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 thing that this, like, you don't have, like, you don't have the backbone that you once, yeah, that my was my backstop,
1: my backstop.
0: And I'm wondering what I identified. Oh,
1: wait, wait, wait. I have to say, it's kind of funny, John. <laughs> you Here's say a, backbone? We're have... Backbone? Yeah. Um, I, there would be things in my life as I was maturing and getting a pair of balls, like actually being oh. brave. Um, John actually one time looked at me and he said, "I, I don't know how you stand upright without a spine." Okay. <laughs> and it was like, because I was being spineless. Like he was like, it oh. was like, oh my gosh. And I was like, okay. So you just saying I didn't have a like backbone? I'm like, no, it's a backstop. I got a, a backstop.
0: backstop. Sorry, I didn't <laughs> it's okay. They
1: okay. it just made me see. It was a funny memory. But okay? one
0: of the things when you said that, because I felt that right into my like. Root chakra like right there Like it everything and it triggered the Emotion I could feel it triggered the emotion Right in my root chakra now does that not Sound like woo woo (laughs) Anyway (laughs) um, What I What it it instantly reminded me of Is a a different sense Of vulnerability because After I was like The one thing about Darren and I in our Marriage is we are both very Independent humans And he has never ever been threatened by my independence my I have God. never ever saw his independence as you know a story that he didn't want to be with me or whatever like whatever we were doing we just were and we real oh is Mike here
1: I don't know I don't know
0: um and so but after I got sick I became so vulnerable and I did he was my and still is he's I like I have a need for that it's like he it's like that protection and i never i never felt like i needed that and then after i got sick it was like oh my gosh it was it was actually kind of scary because i was like i feel like if he wasn't here the vulnerability the vulnerability in that and i was like oh you can't pass away before me i'm so selfish what if i get sick again i know
1: i was like anyway um, so that's what i
0: felt i felt when you said that i felt that that sense
1: of vulnerability so fair like I like in those conversations John and I used to have them all the time I'm like you I have to go first like I can't do this I cannot do this without you and then it's it's interesting because on this side um I would never wish this on him uh, and oh, I, I yeah. am I am doing this. Like I of course you don't know what you're talking about when you're talking about stuff like that. You don't know what the feeling is. Like and I don't know. I know. Hey,
0: oh, honestly, we're, we're so cute those little <laughs> pillow chat conversations.
1: That's So good. You go I'll go first. You take care of everything. I'll be yeah It'll be fine. You'll be fine. You'll you'll do well. Oh my well. gosh, it's horrible. And, um, yeah, it's like just but never really a deep conversation just like that. But yeah. in my heart going, No, that's how it's gotta be like you have yeah. to you have to do it first. Like, I'll do it first and you take care of everything after. Um, but the interesting thing is knowing, like, I, I felt like I would never be able to do this. And here I am. Doing it. I'm doing it. And maybe I'm fumbling and stumbling. And, I mean, this is a completely new path. Like, it is. Like, it's a
0: fumble and a stumble because how, how like, it's, there's not a right path to walk out no. when, when no. life forces you to reinvent yourself.
1: Yep. Here we
0: are. Right? So this it's is never what...
1: too late. It's never too late after a death. It's never too late after an illness. It's like when, when you I here's the thing, and I think you you can speak to this too. Life is for living.
0: You're I could, a I
1: could have chosen and I mean there are days where I some I get stuck and sit and think this is too hard. Yeah. But then I realize it's not like grief is a beautiful reflection of the love. I had the love. I have the love that I will still carry. Um, it's painful. It's messy. It's teaching me every day. Would I have gone into if there was a bucket and it was like, Oh, do you want to pick <laughs> the loss of your husband or would you like to pick a trip to Disneyland? Yeah. Or would you like to, well, pick that's what a I mean. Island? There's
0: things that we wouldn't, <clears throat>
1: you don't get that choice. So it's like, I, I guess my point is life is for living.
0: Yeah. And that's, I think that's the, the, um, the, uh, healing in the wound. Like, yeah, the wisdom in the wound for me now, six Mm -hmm. years later is that if you let it, but it's not, it's not just like if you let it, things do unfold for you and for those around you, the and the harder we fight, the, the harder it is on us. But at the same time, it's not it's not human nature to just be like, okay, well whatever, I'll just go with the flow. Right? It's it, it's a whole process of letting go, um, of lamenting, of saying our goodbyes to what was, um, and being able to move to a place where those become now good memories. Yeah. that we can cherish as opposed to the longing of being that again. Right. Like, and that's a whole pro that's a whole process that for everybody takes, takes a time and you'll see it like you're nine months into one and you can already see a difference. Okay. But it's already still, it's still also very painful.
1: Now for you, we'll circle back. Um, But for you, okay. So your two years where you're basically you're, you've, You've been tore down, and you're building up. So, what was the catalyst? Like, where did you wh- where did you see yourself going? Like, what what actually then- what happened in all of that? Like, what what were your what were the things that you did, um, and then how you built yourself back up?
0: You know i I would like to I would like to uh, take pride in saying i was very intentional and i did this 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 and that um but for the longest time i didn't i didn't know what to do other than to be present because um i i had to start learning to live with life after cancer i call it the ghost of cancer
1: Mm -hmm.
0: so there's a point and that took a that took some time again to be able to put myself out there and live freely without the worry of like like making future plans. How do you have a big vision for next year when I don't know if my cancer is going to fucking show up and, and take me out like, yeah. cause it's spread. It is in my lymph nodes. Right. So I don't know. Right. So I never, for years, I never let myself go there because I didn't know. I didn't know if I was going And so you kind of, for me, I kind of was living in that, like, I don't want to plan too far ahead yeah. because what if, and those were secrets. Those are like thoughts inside the head. Um, and I'm a bear, but, but as you said to me this morning, why are you always in perpetual motion? <laughs> but I'm like you, you know. There's this survival part of me. There's this part of me that even in the anguish and the uh, grief, you still want to. I still want to like take advantage of my life as much as I can.
1: Right. You and right. like you said to me, I. It's not perpetual motion. I long for adventure
0: yeah so it's just that that's what that's what really started getting me and so it was little by little again not intentional it was these little moments and darren and i have a founder story uh for what we're building today that's really tied up in this because again they're not intentional they're they're not like this happened we made this decision and then we're here like it just it is what did you say today we were talking about not not grief not being um
1: I don't know what I said.
0: Was it? Oh, no. It was actually, I was watching a story of a rescue dog. Sorry. (laughs) It was me. 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 I know. But it was about um, healing. And really, it's about like healing uh, takes and it it goes, you take a few steps forward, a few steps back, Ah. a few steps forward, a few steps back. And that is the progress and process, I think, of when something hard forces you to reinvent yourself. It's not a conscious connection, but it's never too late to see that in the process that you might be in.
1: And also even like, I I love like that, that a few steps forward, a few steps back. And it's like, it's never too late to actually take a couple of steps forward and, and understand that, that you may fall backwards. You may, but getting up again is, um, is vital in at any age stage in our lives. We may get up slower, (laughs)
0: True. True, true, A little true. Bit. My need little well,
1: support. Yeah. <laughs> but we can do it. And um yeah, like so right now, six years ago, you were diagnosed with uh, you were devastated, like diagnosed with cancer, all of these things, and here you are today, six years later. What is this? What do you feel? Like Oh, uh,
0: I um there I'm definitely different. definitely physically of course different uh and emotionally um uh for the most part many of my days are very future focused Uh, i'm not i I don't live in the past or live in what if what if sometimes it happens sometimes i call it the ghost of cancer will creep Mm in um this summer i was not feeling well like very unwell and got me a little freaked out uh so sometimes that happens but also i think with age comes this uh knowing that You know, you just kind of, we'll just manage with what we have. So I think I've been better at savoring being present. And that really is the lesson, was the lesson for me, Mm -hmm. is spending more time in the present. And I've always been future focused, but, um, I now I know, I don't, oh, blah, blah, blah. blah, 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 I now, I am all stuffed up from trying to hold back all that emotion. Um. I'm now not in as much hurry. It's Mm. not burning me up on the inside. It's more, it's more pulling me forward. I'm not pushing it. So.
1: I love that. I think that's like so beautiful. um, Because I think, yeah, in our, in that, that hustle kind of age before, shit hits the fan or whatever you are, you are going, that's the time where you're, you're not being intimate with your partner. You just don't have any time. You are just go, go, going. And there's not enough hours in the day. And I think, yeah, the gift of, um, this age and stage in our lives is the gift of actually knowing that I don't have to rush. Uh, if I, and, and also prioritizing, I think is like looking and going, what actually matters to me? and what matters to me going forward am i am i aligning with my values and my integrity and all of those things like i think we have more time to be thoughtful um, yes
0: i agree yeah to be to really be more connected yeah. to those things
1: yeah. yeah and i can't lie like in the beginning of this um you know 9 months uh with without john like 10 months, the whole journey, but, um, I was rushing. I was rushing for panic that I was going to not have everything in my life. Like I wasn't going to, I was going to miss something. I wasn't going to be like, I, I couldn't, I can't rush Nora or August getting married. They're toddler. Like August is a toddler. Yeah. Too. yeah, yeah.
0: like I don't want to
1: miss anything. I don't want to miss anything. I want to be there for everything. Um, and, now, going. Wait a minute, because I even did it while John was dying. It's like be in the fucking moment. Actually, stop jumping to his funeral. Yeah, to be still alive. But our brains um, are planning, right? It's like okay, I'm going to plan for that that trauma. I'm going to plan for that pain. I'm going to. I'm going to make it so that it's not so bad. You can't do that. <laughs> so it's like you have to suck yourself back in and go. Okay, you know what? I'm going to lay here and be completely honest with my granddaughter, who's completely honest with me, and I'm going to share my sadness, and you know what was really interesting? She was in the car, and she said to me, Grandma, do you ever have a time where somebody says something to you and you don't have an answer? And I thought, that is a really good question, and I said, I said, you know what, Nora? Yeah, and I don't, and it's okay for me not to say anything. And I said, are you saying that? Because last night when we were talking and Grandma said, you know, I I miss Papa. I miss who I was with Papa. And she said, I do too. But then she was quiet. Like, I thought she was asleep. And I said, are you okay? And she's like, very, very quiet. And then I thought she might be crying. Nothing. And then she said, she goes, no, I'm okay. But she was, and I said, is that what you're thinking about and she said yes i didn't know what to say grandma and i said that's okay and i love that i love that she actually has had that experience and she asked the question and knows that you know what you're not gonna have the answer for everything yeah but just being there and in that moment she didn't try to fix me i didn't try to fix her we just there beautiful
0: Oh, cool. this was a this was an emotional moment. See, we're not always just high high on gummies.
1: <laughs> we 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 had yes. somebody say truthfully, "What would the difference be?"
0: <laughs> Darren said he'd pay to watch that one.
1: Well, we have to be in a safe, like a, a, a an area where we're like we don't go anywhere, and yeah. I know,
0: but you can't be alone. You need supervision.
1: No, totally. I don't... No, I'll have, have to get Sarah to... or
0: Raina over to watch you. <laughs>
1: Could you imagine? Or Jack? Or Jack? Oh my gosh, poor Jack! No, we wouldn't do that. <laughs> yeah. so. Traumatized um, dick. But anyway, so oh, we have good. Not, I'm all stuffed up. I know I poured a little bug. Um, I, I have. We have not watched The Bachelor. Um, the
0: golden Bachelor.
1: The Golden Bachelor. Kathy's putting that off. Just I
0: know. I'm you just going to call you out. I'm just going to call you out.
1: Yeah, and it might be. I maybe I.
0: Maybe you are.
1: Maybe I know. I, know I, I. It could be that I. I am putting it off. It could be too much for my heart. Um, this oh. is a 72-year-old widower. and um, But I have to say, and I, oh, my gosh, I am not a dink for the for the most part. Did you just say that? Yeah, I'm not a dink. <laughs> um, wait, wait, wait. Who says that word? Nobody says that. <laughs> I, I do. We say it. I can say dick, but I like Dick. I'm not a dick. <laughs> anyway, oh the reason I'm saying that is because, okay, so I watched a, um, just a, a, a little clip of episode three and it starts out and he's like crying and I'm like, oh, come on. And then, and then, wait, then it snips <laughs> to the the women, and they're being all snippy. And I was like, I don't like the whole premise of either. any of this.
0: I don't, I don't either. I, don't, I, I don't, like,
1: actually do like I'm like, he's crying because he's put himself in this ridiculous situation. And You're I, all
0: sensitive and feeling for him?
1: Yeah, I was trying to. I was a little bit, I'm like, come on. Really, you you, you are guy. you are in not this, good. but but I I don't know the story, but I feel like I had some empathy for him because he's in this situation, and then these other these women are just being like high school, and they're in their sixties and seventies, so I'm like I don't know. So we can try. Are you if
0: they would make for good TV if they were all not in.
1: If it was like just a nice story, and everyone went, "Oh, Sandra gets him! Yay!" <laughs>
0: Feel like that does not make for good TV, but
1: I know. Says me who watches the Real Housewives of New York. I mean, like oh my life. god, that's all. That is all. I know. I know. I know. All they do it is so, scream and yell at each
0: other and throw so wine dumb. in each other's face.
1: So drama. So drama. And it's like, and I have to be like the the Real Housewives of New York. I can watch because they're new. This a new group, um, and it's not as volatile. I cannot. That's I have to. Orange County is just way too intense. Too much you know, I too much thinking and too much stuff.
0: I I could never watch we're getting really long in the tooth here. I could never watch like the Gordon Ramsay shows, like the kitchen yelling things. I cannot handle when adults are yelling at other adults. I'm like, what is happening? I mean, I mean I'm not talking like having a fight with your spouse or whatever is different, but I'm talking about like <laughs> Like, why are you treating me? I just know. And so no, really I, know. Watching, I watched a little bit of the Housewives years ago when it first started the Orange County, but I can't handle all that screaming and yelling. It's too,
1: it's, it's, well, there's, uh, yeah, I, so I, I, but, right now. And I don't
0: watch the, I don't watch the Bachelor in general because, eh, eh, but I would watch the Golden One. We'll, with you we'll
1: try, it. we have to figure it out, it's but together. we're very busy this week. We're going to see Connie Calder, who neither of us know who she is. Correct.
0: <laughs> Correct. And then we have a social function on Saturday.
1: Yes, a, a giving back. It's like for Kaleo Collective, you are a board member. Um, and I, I actually, I, I worked with them. I did some grief education with them, which was yeah. wonderful. So, yeah, we're going to a brunch.
0: All right. Well, we will.
1: Uh, we'll let you know re- about
0: it. Report back. Time mm-hmm. to wrap this baby up.
1: Let's do it. Let's lay land the plane. plane. Right. <laughs> woo woo i don't know if we answered the question or if we no, just what
0: question jobs and know. family balance or
1: oh, that, no, that no we is... just shared
0: we just shared about ha- our own experiences about reinventing ourselves after life forces it's us. it's never
1: us. too late and you know what sometimes life will hit you right between the lookers and you would have to
0: <laughs> and you have to. that's what is happening
1: you cannot block it you
0: yeah. if you have glasses on it'll hurt even more yeah yeah but you that's right you can't block it that's what's happening. Mm hmm. Kathy's writing all about it.
1: Who knows? Yeah. It's all yeah. over the place.
0: All right. OK, until next time.
1: Yeah.